what the f happened that night? What's the real story? I got my ass whooped. Now you're dripping blood. Goat gang. Now you're, now you're dripping blood. From the neck. From now the you're neck. Dripping blood. How you gonna cancel me? 20 awards on the mantelpiece. Pyramid stage at Glastonbury. Girls in the crowd got their hands on me. About you wanna cancel who? Fuck with the cult, now the gang's on you. I'm a vampire, got the fangs on you. Now you're dripping blood. Hey. Um. All right, let's not waste any time. You want to go ahead and uh, praise Bow Wow? Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of something. Shouts out to my guys, Public Enemies uh, from the Bay Area. You already know. So we've been saying the same thing. Shouts out to Graham. I don't know where this disrespect came from with Bow Wow. I know in the past couple of years, you know, he's been doing some moronic things. But if he decides he wants to be one of the greatest cruiserweight champions of all time, I'm in it. Because... I think he could be at a level of a, at this point, he's he's 33 years old. I mean, you know, he ain't going to be a high flyer, but let that man get some Dean Malenko holes in. Where do I start? With greatness. You Let's start with his music career, because everybody want to talk about everything else. They, they act like they wasn't listening to Lil Bow Wow. You just don't know the way you move so fast across the floor. I, I can mean, keep going. Yeah, no, it's it's like the, yeah, like, uh, how do I put this? Jermaine Dupree, Dupree might be the one of the greatest ghostwriters of all time. Mm-hmm. Because all of his raps sound way better coming from other people. No disrespect to him, because I like life in the 1472. Um, <laughs> I've heard that in the years. It's still really, really good. Um, but when it comes to Bow Wow, like, so you said it, like, where did the disrespect come from? From him being stupid for the past decade and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just supposed, to, we just supposed to like turn off the disrespect button because, oh, I want to be a wrestler now. Yeah, I, maybe it was a work this whole time. He said he's been wanting to be a WWE wrestler for years, apparently. Yeah, I okay. Maybe it's been a work. Maybe he's really been a work. He's been trying to because I retweeted uh already the best heel in pro wrestling. Then he just I mean, you know, it's a narcissistic thing that he retweeted it probably, but at the same time, I was kind of being serious. Like, how many other than the audience and you being one of my friends that I've been knowing for about five years, six years, seven years, something like that now. Dude, when have I lied to people? Like, if he uh, goes to the WWE, automatically the things we were talk- about to talk about in the past couple of years brings in people to watch. So he already has heel heat from that. Apparently, MVP said, no, nah, we good over here. Uh, T-Bar and whatever his name is for Retribution said no. Yo, he already got he already got healed. I mean, he already got heat, heal heat already. Yeah, that's a different type of heat. Um, I, I just want to go through this. So he announced he wants to be like first. He announced that he was like signing with the WWE, <laughs> and he wasn't really signing with the WWE. But then he put the WWE logo in his Twitter picture, like he signed with him, which is the first like cornball move. I like I'm not on this this bow wow train, and for not reason, not for reasons that 
you guys might think. I just think as of right now, he's just clout chasing. Like he's not serious. I don't doubt that part. But as of right now, he's like he hasn't stepped foot in the gym. He's just put his intentions out there. And he's like, you know, I you know, I commend the whole I'm gonna be in WWE one day. That's fine. But this is corny. This is very corny. Like, the one thing I want to ask y'all is, so what happens if he goes to train with Rikishi and Kish tell him, yeah, he ain't got it? Uh, he then goes to the Nightmare Camp in Elena, which I, I think he lives out there. I'll, it's surprisingly that I'm surprised that he didn't go there first. But uh, he goes and trains at Cody Rhodes' Nightmare Camp in Elena. The reason he went with Rikishi is because, A, I mean, that's other than Booker T, like, is there anyone else that's probably like a direct connection link to WWE and getting the NXT tryout? Uh, He can go. No, he, he couldn't go straight to the performance center. You got to go to the school to go. Yeah. To the like center. it's what it's it's Rikishi, Booker, Devon. Probably. He, uh, hold on. Uh, he, I'll, I'll tell you off here, but he don't want to go Devon camp. And I'm not saying it's bad. Uh, I'm putting it over. You know, that's the best camp you can go to. Best camp in America besides Booker T's camp. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, he don't okay. want to go there. That man gonna he he'll black out, bro. You got. I, I mean, it's shape shape to go to Devon. I don't. I, just tell I you don't know what he think he gonna do going to the Samoan camp. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like the nicest place you might want to go is to Houston. Booker might be the nicest out of all of them, even if Stevie Ray is there. Yeah, the thing is, okay, let me let me tell everybody that's listening to this. So with Devon's camp, you gotta go through a two, three hour training before you even get into the ring. And this is three times a week. That's why his camp is four hours. I'm telling y'all personally because I know. So you can do that. Uh you gotta run a gauntlet. Uh, it's something, it's a different word they use for it, but it's a whole big basically American gladiator type training that you got to go through this is before you hit the ropes now that's the main thing as soon as he hit the ropes and his and the air leaves his body within like a 50 second one minute time radius he'll know yeah that's what i'm saying the other thing y'all got to take into account is once everything opened up and omarion hit him to go on that uh screen tour revival you think he about to sit here and let a bag go to, go by? No, because that's the bag bag for him. Like those all, because you know, remember they were supposed to have a screen tour, or as I call it, the Omarion Revenge tour. That was supposed to happen before the Rona hit. Yeah. So it's coming back. It's coming back. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be tours this year, but it'll be back yeah. next year. Like I'm trying to ignore all the Twitter, the corny Twitter stuff. Just because I want people to see that this is cloud chasing and this this is until further notice a work like I don't doubt his sincerity of like his dreams and desires to be a wrestler and his dreams and desires to be in WWE. However. I I can't see it just now, like he's going to have to start training. Let's say he starts training tomorrow. 
when do you think he'll be ready for a WWE tryout? <laughs> See, the thing is, because he has a name, if he's trying to be serious, like, I mean, if he want to be a part-timer, I don't know if they, the WWE will let him do that. He might want to go to the Indies. And because the he has a name, they'll let him work. This is the thing. He ain't got no name. He got a name. No, he don't have no name. It's not. A, it's not a bad bunny name, but it's a name. But go ahead, elaborate. It's not a bad. It's not a bad bunny name. You know why? Because why would they look? If they could have got some money out of Bow Wow, you don't think they would have done that by now? But they didn't know. Probably he wanted to wrestle. First of all, Mister Man definitely don't know what a Bow Wow is. He think it's the junkyard dog's grandson, probably. Like, yo, man, his dance in the "Hold You Down" video is a TikTok joke right now. <laughs> Hey, shut up. Like, I think that was my brother Ben from Blackberry. I think Ben said that's gonna be his finishing move to let me hold you. Yeah, like is it I mean this only works if you can get Omarion out there with him, right? To be the tag team. Dog, you trying to just have me wild out. Delete my Twitter. That's gonna be one of the days where if that if they signed it at WWE, you know I'm about to be wilding, bro. I gotta like, put that's... over the Prince of the Old Town and the King of Inglewood. That's that's the only way this works because i mean what what who like if he wants to be a valet yeah i could see him doing that but yo man if he takes to this wrestling thing and he's actually good two years then you know however many months or years till you get on nxt tv like yeah man i don't know if you that patient um Specifically him, because it's like, I don't think he understands that you got to go through camp, which can be like a year, two years, and it really honestly never stops. Like, you got to be great, great to just get out a camp in a year. It's just like with any other sport, you still got to be training. Uh, I think people just think like, all right, like I know Isaiah Swerve still trains. Uh, it's a couple other people that still train as part of NXT. That's the reason why they still part of NXT and not on the main card, because it takes a while to get that great. But everybody that's on the main card, mind you, before they went to NXT to learn how to work TV, they had to do an indie run. So with him, if I'm a booker for, for let's just say, I Impact, which I doubt they will sign by well. The AEW will definitely do it before Impact. But let's just say if I'm AEW, if you want, a, since you want to get all these different names, these old names, and just get people to watch, Go ahead, let him train, and then give it a couple months, give it a year. If you don't, if he's like serious, serious, then all right, cool. Y'all assess how long it's going to take him to be on AEW Dark because they're going to put Bow Wow on AEW Dark if he goes there. But as far as WWE, I mean, if he's he got to just be super serious about it because yes, he has a name or you know, lack thereof for most people to say, but. Because it's him, it might help a little bit more. The thing you know is with them, my you, know what's gonna, you know it's going to kill him and make him want to quit? When Vince look at him and say, we're going to call you Lil Bow Wow. Hey. That's it. That's it right there. That's it. And then he goes off. Remember when the, uh, that interview happened? With the Face Off album, with Amarion Bowell, he went off on the – what was the light skin dude that used to be on MTV? I know he interviewed R. Kelly. But anyway, I just remember he went off on him about that. Like, imagine him going off 
against Vince. Yeah. Vince be like, um, you want to bark to me? You want to bark to me? Little bow wow. Yeah. The other thing, the reason I could see, I, I didn't expect to spend this much time on this, but. No, this is great. I just wish people would stop slandering Bow Wow like they wasn't listening to Let Me Hold no. You. No, you can absolutely slander uh, Bow Wow and like the music. Just like you can say one of the Rocks movies wasn't good, but you still like the wrestling. Or you like the movies. Or you like the movies, but you're not a fan of wrestling. It's it's possible. People can be both. Like, the corniest thing he's ever done is just name these women, which is ultimately like burger move. But otherwise, now, what, is, is, what has he really done to us? This is pretty up there. This you is want this out of everything else. This is up there because yo, like these wrestlers who like when you see MVP, like nah, man, or them, like this but ain't why? just like this ain't just oh. like bitterness. This is like they feel a little disrespected because but but hold on, my fault, bro. He did have a point, and I messed with the OG MVP, but he had a point. He said, bro, you went ahead and got on a song with Griselda. Everybody's trying to come into the world of music or rap, but then when you try to go into their world, it's a problem. Because he he worked with known wrestling fans. That was a mutual beneficial thing. But Bow Wow not a wrestling fan? No, I'm not saying Bow Wow's not a wrestling fan. I'm saying where it's disrespectful for Bow Wow is Bow Wow thinks I'm a train and then I'm gonna just go to WWE. Like you got dudes who pay dues for years to get opportunities to go there. And he's just thinking, yeah, I'm a, I'm a go, you know, work with Rikishi for a year or two, and then I'm gonna just go get on NXT. But how do you think people feel about Bad Bunny? Because but I mean, Bad, Bad Bunny's not trying to be a full time wrestler. Bad Bunny is there for everyone knows what Bad Bunny is there for. After WrestleMania, Bad Bunny is gone. Well, it costs too much to keep him there longer than three months. Exactly. They got the Peacock bag, but you know they don't want to spend all of it, like. Also, there's no there's no concerts. So Bad Bunny being there is not because they're happy to see the Rascals, formerly known as the Rascals, MSK, uh, come out here and do it. They just need their third member to come out here and kill it. Uh, um, yeah, I think Trey's trying to have a single uh, run in Impact. Oh, okay. Well, shout out to him. Um, so funny enough, I don't think the, the MSK Grizzly Young Veterans match was bad. I just it wasn't I, it just wasn't doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Like I saw it, I watched it, I was like, "This is really good wrestling." But I think my favorite matches were the first two matches. It was the women's tag match, and it was Kushida versus Johnny Gargano. Yeah, it was a uh, going back to the tag match real quick. It was a contracts of styles, and I probably mispronounced the first word, but it, that's why it was just. You got the Grizz young veterans who work like it's 1985, and then you got MSK doing a flippity flip. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Well, let's keep it a buck. Everything people was praising about the revival, the Grizzle young veterans are. Mm-hmm. Like I and I like FTR, but everything we said about, like people said about FTR, I think the Grizzle young veterans are, but better. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to FTR because I think they do what they do great. I just, you know, they don't have British accents or Canadian. Are they British or Canadian? Uh, yes, 
because I'm not even sure, brother. I know. I think they're from Europe. I don't. I don't want to. They might be Irish or something like that. But um, you could just say white. They are white. They're white with the, uh, with the equivalent of the New Orleans accent from Europe. Uh, they might be OG white. Yeah. So. I thought that match was okay, but the Kushida Johnny Gargano match I thought was great because it it looked like Triple H was like, well, we've booked two of the best bell to bell wrestlers in the world in a match. So what should we do? Just let them have one of the best bell to bell matches in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they did. Like I cannot wait until we get Johnny Gargano Kushida part two because if you watched that match and didn't want a part two, I don't know what to tell you. Oh no, that that was a wrestling, you know, with Johnny Gargano, you just say, All right, I know this is about to be a wrestling match with Kushida. Since I've been watching him in ROH or so, I already know what to expect. You know, with, with two people, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, you just know what to expect when it comes to two people like them. Yeah. Like I expected something great, and I this is one of the few times I actually got more than what I bargained for. Like I was kind of hoping that with the Bucks and FTR, but I didn't get what I wanted from that. From this, I got exactly what I wanted and the, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the women's tag match, like, dude, Raquel Gonzalez is a star in the making. Yeah, like. I think I, I tweeted it. it was like as much as Dakota Kai has benefited from her heel turn, Raquel Gonzalez has benefited more. Absolutely. Like, because I was, I was watching that match and I was like, man, the NXT women's division is really the best division in wrestling. Mm. Over SmackDown. Which part? The like, I at least say North America, because I don't want to disrespect like MLW or Stardom or anything like that. No, no, no. But that, that's what I'm saying. In the sense of that's what I'm gonna say because you know Stardom is just a whole promotion with women. So I'm, I'm saying let's just do it this way in WWE or just in North America as a whole. I should just say WWE because it damn near impact. They they women's division is, is still good. It's second somewhere impact around there. Women's division is really good. Yeah, um, second. I, I don't think it's a huge blow that uh Taya left. No, but she coming, you know, to because WWE, man. So that's the rumor at least. NXT. So no, no, no. I think it's confirmed. Oh, okay. Because I know there was a few names. There was her. There was a Booker T uh, wrestler, women's wrestler named AQA or Aka. Yeah, that's confirmed. Uh, Christian Casanova. I'm not familiar with him. Uh, he is, I want to say, where, where was he? Where is he going? Oh, he was wrestling like Chaotic and Limitless. He was wrestling a lot on the East Coast. He's, yeah, he's, he's a Boston man. Okay, that's probably why I ever heard Um. And then there was a uh, Carissa Rivera. Sounds familiar. I definitely know that uh, second name. She she was, uh, with, she was with uh, what's the name of? I forgot the name of Booker T's promotion slash school, but she she's been there for years. I want to say since 2017, 16. Uh, yeah. The first thing I mentioned, she was with uh, she was with Booker T's Reality of Wrestling School. I think it's called. 
Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. And Rivera, so Rivera is the only rest woman to wrestle in 2020, I believe, for WWE to appear on WWE TV, NXT TV, AEW TV, Impact, and Ring of Honor. Uh, the place you probably know her from in WWE most commonly is when they were doing that Lashley, Rusev, Lana storyline. She came out as Lashley's girlfriend. What's her name again? Christian? You said Rivera? Rissa Rivera? Yeah. Christian Rivera or Rissa Rivera? I'm sorry. Clarissa. Like, remember Clarissa explains it all, but no mm-hmm. L. And with a K. Oh, she from Jersey? And she was trained by the same people that uh trained uh Tasha Steeles and I think Deanna Parasso. So she can probably work. She's probably a technical marvel then. Oh, I think I just saw her earlier. Because I was about to wild out. I was like, who is this? Yeah, I, I saw it on Black Wrestling Alliance. So shout out to Black Wrestling Alliance for putting me on. There you um, go. Yeah, that's where I saw that earlier today. I said, who is this? Man? Yeah, you, you have to be careful, man. Um, Nah, so yeah, tie up. But I, so if you're saying NXT's women's division versus SmackDown's women's division? That's yeah, because that's all I can think of when it comes to because the women's division. I mean, SmackDown women's division. You know who they have? Yeah, they they got got superstars over. They got Sasha, Bailey, Bianca, Carmella. Who else is over there? Sonya. Um, I'm missing someone. I know I'm forgetting someone that's over there. Is Natalia right? Yeah. Uh, no, she on Raw. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, who else is over there? Let's see, uh, is Mandy Rose over there? No, she on nah, Raw. she on Raw. Oh, oh. You got the, uh, oh Natalia is over there. The Riot Squad, Billy Kay. They still got Lacey Evans, even though she's been on Raw. And I really don't want to talk about her being pregnant. No, we already hear you said it. If you wasn't going to say it, I probably would have forgot about it. The only thing I'll say about that storyline is we're really making the women's champion an afterthought. And by that sentiment, I don't need Charlotte to ever win the title again. Because she's bigger than the belt now, apparently. Which is fine. That's not a knock on her. If they're going to book her like that, hey, do what you got to do. But, um, nah, it's, um, you ain't gonna say nothing about Nate. Uh, I'll say it. Yeah, that's definitely a work. His nation had thousands of women. I believe that more so than Will Chamberlain, even though it's Black yeah. History Month. I shouldn't be saying that. But Nathan had thousands I don't of think women. He's had, I don't think he's had more women than Will Chamberlain. I think he's had about the same amount of women as Sean Kemp. I'm gonna say Nate had more. Even the though had, yeah. The thing is, because th- here's the thing. I mean, this man only got four kids. That he know of. Nate? Yeah. Oh, I think he only got four, bro. I don't know. 
Because they would have came, bro. It's been he been famous what, for about 40 some years now. That's what I'm saying. And nobody has said anything, though. That doesn't mean no one said anything. <laughs> he got him signing NDAs. He was the first one. That or, you know, some people just don't say, just don't prove nothing. There's certain uh, famous people right now who who have alleged to have kids all over places and nobody talks about them. They said, X said he got 17 and counting. Yeah, I'll tell you one offline when we get okay. off this show. Uh, just because I, you know, my barber was talking to a dude from this place, and he was saying that this dude got a kid there. Um. Anyways, yeah, no, I, I'd probably pick. See, and this is where I guess we can go into the next topic because I was talking to homeboy, and he was like, "NXT, yeah, all these women are good, but they don't really have a, a next superstar." And I was like. I kind of don't care. Like, I mean, my, my question is, do we need that right now? When we just got stars, we got stars, but do we need a superstar in the women's division when a shit half of them is just like stars on their own without the whole superstar title being added on to them? Yes, and so this is when you when you talk about. Uh, SmackDown's roster, they have three. They have a legit three. Uh, they have Sasha, Bianca, and Bailey. Natalia is kind of a tweener. But the thing I told him was like, I don't really care about that it factor when legitimately every woman in that division has chemistry with another woman in that division. Like, how many different combinations have we seen them put together and the matches work? Right. Like, we just threw a match with Tony Storm, Mercedes Martinez, and Io Shirai out there, and it worked. They just threw a team of Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon with Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And the thing you got to remember is no one is better at building a woman's talent from the ground up, at least in North America, from the ground up, better than Triple H right now. Mm-hmm. Look at all the names on, on the WWE roster. With the exception of a few, he he has made, what, in the last 10 years, except for Rousey, all of them are Hall of Famers thanks to him. Yep. Sasha, Charlotte, Bianca, Bailey, Alexa, Nia, Shayna, <laughs> Asuka. <laughs> when you said Alexa name, I'm like uh, you're right. She, I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, damn, she a Hall of Famer, but uh, she's absolutely a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Character work alone, Becky. Becky might be the only one he didn't build because she, she built herself. But when you really think about like that initial push, who came out the gate strong? They all come from Triple H's. Uh, Helping craft them. Yeah, because the only person I could think, all right, from the beginning, and that's what I'm saying, she she will become bigger than this pro wrestling, is Bianca. As soon as she came out the gate and she came on screen, it was kind of like the ring work was being worked on, but everything else was just there. Yeah. So well, since maybe he had to help out, and besides the other trainers with the ring work, 
but the person that that's always going to be the hardest. That's what people fail to realize. Can you get over it with the fans? Because it's a lot of people that can talk and they aren't the greatest of workers. Yes. I'll, I'll say this about when it comes to Triple H with Bianca. Even if he didn't build that, he was smart enough to know I don't have to do nothing to this. Mm-hmm. Like, she has it. Let me just let her be. Like, it's kind of the equivalent I have to that is like when the Warriors were coached by Mark Jackson as opposed to when they were coached by Steve Kerr. And they asked Steve Kerr what he did, and he was like, I tried not to overcoach it. Yeah. It like, Sometimes it's not necessary for certain people. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing with Sasha because, to be fair, Bianca and Sasha kind of did similar things. Like, I mean, given Bianca is much more of a physically gifted athlete than Sasha. I hate but, to do this right now, but as far as, like, overall, a bigger star to me, even though, you know what I mean, it's still – she just got to the main card. I feel like Bianca is going to be bigger than Sasha. I mean, possibly. That's that's possible. I'm just talking about from where it went from, like, NXT. Like, you know, when you look at them, like, I mean, clearly Sasha and Bianca are different. But they both came up. And you were kind of like, when you saw the character, you were like, it's kind of them. They're just who being who they are. And once they just are allowed to be who they are, it works. Like, you ain't really got to do much for them. Like, once the ring work was there, it was a wrap. Like, Sasha is legit, like, probably the greatest worker of a generation when it comes to women's wrestling. Like, you know, there's a reason Deanna Parasso put her on her uh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, she got the matches already, her and Bailey. They got classics already as well as Charlotte. So, it just goes back to... Who else am I? I but you know, out of all of them, going back to Bianca, from what we've seen for Royal Rumble and just their personal interactions with her, it seemed like Triple H is maybe saying the same things that we saying as well. Cause he out of everybody else, he as soon as she comes through the curtains, he be showing her love. I mean, when Ric Flair showed, you know what was crazy when I saw that when Ric Flair showed her love, I said well, Rick Flair has been in the industry longer than she's been alive. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where when you see it, you just know it. Mm-hmm. And all of it, like nobody can not see it. And like the Undertaker showed her love. <laughs> right. Like, when I seen that, I was like, all right. Undertaker showed her love. And Michelle McCool, who's married to the Undertaker and was a worker in her own right, he saw it like she. That's that's her one. That's that's everybody. That's the one everybody's rooting for. That's the one right now. But when it comes to like, so like, but I don't want to disrespect that to the Dakota Kai's, the Eo Shirai's, the Tony yeah. Storms, because look, I'm gonna say this, and this is no disrespect. There is nothing wrong with being a Natalia type of wrestler. Right. I saw try to tell people I'm a big fan of this. I try to tell people, hey, man, some people just really good at wrestling. Like and that's what like the one thing about Natalia. Yeah, she might not reach to at this point the superstar heights that she did early in her career and the reinvention per se don't always work. But the one thing you can count on Natalia is she will always be in a title contention because that lady. She can talk really well and. 
she's so good in the ring. Like she has good matches with virtually everybody on the roster. Like she mm-hmm. has a good match with Becky. She has a good match, I think, with Charlotte. She got good matches out of Lacey Evans. Yeah, which is damn near hard to do. Yeah, so she's she's been able to get like she's just the most probably trusted worker on the women's roster right now. Like if I guarantee not, you, if I not ever. Yeah, I guarantee you. Bianca goes over at WrestleMania. They don't know who to put in front of her. It's gonna be Natalia. Listen to me now. Believe me later on. Absolutely. I mean, she's probably the most trusted women's worker ever, just yeah. based on the bloodline. I mean, you know, genetics is just genetics. She got that from the bloodline. Yeah, and like we don't know what these women are gonna be because character too like look man you had to do some things to becky and then becky became like one of the biggest stars you've ever had in your industry Mm -hmm. you had to do a couple things to alexa and alexa took off a couple things to carmella carmella took off now that carmella's ring work is there she gonna have a good year man absolutely she got better like she took a couple months off and got better yeah and like you can see the same thing in NXT. What what they're do, what they're allowing for Io Shirai to have now, if they can figure out a way to translate that on the main roster, that's a Hall of Fame career. I think they will. With Raquel you, Gonzalez, the way they're booking her and letting her be the powerhouse monster, it's everything they wanted out of Nia Jax, and a and it's it's uh it's in a more impactful way. Oh yeah, I can't wait for them to work against each other. Right. So don't be surprised with if when that shit lady shows up on Raw or SmackDown and she becomes like an instant star because Vince is gonna see her and fall in love. Yeah, uh Naya definitely gonna try to throw her against That's the guard. He's gonna see her and just be like, Yeah, I know exactly what to do here. Beat everybody up. So it's just one of those things where I've I'm not quite certain at all times who should be like who's the next superstar when it comes to the women's division, but in all, all honesty, right. it doesn't if, really matter. It doesn't. Like, but if we have to pick somebody, they're all going to go to Raw and SmackDown. They're going to be wrestling each other, and we already see they have great chemistry, so they're going to put on great matches. And the fans will pick who they they love the most. Be it Tony Storm, be it El Shirai, be it Dakota Kai, be it Shotzi Blackheart, be it Candice Michelle, be it whoever. If we have to pick one star, one and it's a fun time to be a, a a fan of women's wrestling, particularly if you're watching WWE and NXT right now. Right, but if you got to pick one star, particularly from NXT, I'm going with Shotzi. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, what else we talked? We talked about the uh, the oh, we talked about Carissa Rivera. We talked about Taya Taya Valkyrie. We talked about uh, you know, all these people who could potentially be showing up in WWE or be in the NXT division soon, which. I'm more than welcome, particularly Taya Valkyrie, because 
that lady has proven for years now that she is incredibly good. Um, and it's uh, this is one of those things where it's it's nice to see her potentially get a WWE run. It may not be like, you know, the the dream run that we always have, like you know, like Kyrie Sane was hoping to have, and it just didn't pan out for her, unfortunately. But I mean, I, I can only hope that Ty Valkyrie has a good NXT run, and then follows that up with a good uh, Raw or SmackDown run. I think so. It doesn't have to be the, like the greatest thing in the world. But I just want good for that lady because that lady's already proven that she can work. So, right, that I'm with. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I think. Uh, and Christian Casanova, I got to get to know that dude a little bit more. I, you know, seeing that wherever he's gone, he's he's been a champion though. Beyond wrestling. Pride of New England tournament for tomorrow. One, chaotic wrestling, two-time heavyweight champion, uh, one-time tag team champion, and New England champion, which I'm guessing is their mid-card championship. Liberty States Pro Wrestling champion, world champion. Limitless Wrestling, uh, he's the current champion there. Lucky Pro Wrestling, tag team champion. Uh, this past year, he was rated 346 on PWI. And Northeast Championship Wrestling became world champion. Northeast Wrestling uh, is the live champion. So this dude is clearly good. The big concern, though, is he is he is very much a light man, which maybe this is a sign that they're bo- bolstering their cruiserweight division because at 5'10", 175, yeah, buddy, you might have to put on about 20 pounds to, uh, well, no, not necessarily, but you might have a good NXT run. You might do well in the cruiserweight division. We are going to see how this goes because generally it doesn't work too well when you're in on the main card and you're that light. Charlemagne, are we live? The house party's doing okay, but... Are we not- live? I know nothing about this lady from Booker T's wrestling school. Um, she's, you know, wrestled in Shimmer. She's wrestled in Impact. She's done things for reality wrestling. She's, um, but she's had wrestling matches against, you know, Tessa Blanchard and Kiara Hogan, uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Penelope Ford. So she's had matches against women who have all been established workers. Right. And I mean, right now, Booker T has had quite a bit of success from his uh, his wrestling school. When you think about WWE names, particularly people like um, Amber Moon, um, people such as uh, Austin Aries. You have uh, are we live? You have people who who come. I mean, on that Austin Aries, Austin Theory. I'm sorry, I don't want to put that that problem on on people. Um, but you know, he's it's been it's been a uh, been a pretty successful 
run so far what he's done even when the youtube stuff and things of that nature i i think i it's been fairly successful like good um charlemagne are we live there's not much i can say other than you know damn he's done well for himself and people have done well there so i am more than happy to see where this where this goes for his wrestling school because i mean we was talking about it earlier with bow wow like this might be the, the fastest way that we know to get to to uh wwe is through the reality of wrestling school because legit like is there any is there any other one that we know that uh that guarantees in this way he still has ties he's still very much present on television it's yeah a fairly respectable thing um there is another name i'm uh, there's another name i'm uh, really really um hair nephew i'm happy pocket full of dough I'm forgetting, and I, I'm I'm really sorry. I'm CEO represents so so, but I wanted to talk about the news of Okada going to AEW and Impact. Now, at first, it was a surprise because I was like, "Well, okay." I thought he still had a lot to do in, in New Japan, and for all I know, he still does have a lot to do over there. But given Impact, New Japan, AEW's little soup of things they got going on right now, maybe they've decided to like officially click up, uh, at least in the United States side, to for New Japan to find their way in. This could be their way to get back into the States without necessarily going into the States. Are we lost, Charlemagne? And I would have loved to see Okada in WWE. I would have loved to see him versus a Roman Reigns. Me and Banks talk about this all the time. We, I would love to see him go against a Roman Reigns or a Randy Orton or even have a match with like Seth Rollins or someone of that nature, McIntyre, Kevin Owens, all of these things. I understand the AEW Impact thing because, like I said, they're kind of all married right now. But it's not really too many people I really want to see him against. Like, yeah, I'd like to see him against Chris Bay. Yeah, I'd like to see him against someone of the stature of uh, Rich Swan, just because Rich Swan is doing well right now. Yeah, nappy, but I'm happy. Yeah, him versus Eddie Edwards, okay. From the CEO, representing so so. Sammy Callahan, fine. But in AEW, I mean, I didn't see all of it already. Like. We've seen him versus Cody. We've seen four matches with him in Omega. We've seen what is it? Here, we haven't seen Moxley. Pocket we haven't Pocket. seen Jericho. I don't. No, we have seen Jericho. We we've seen these things. So I I don't know what AEW can give me with him other than Orange Cassidy and Miro that I couldn't have gotten in New Japan. So, 
I know we're probably going to get Okada versus Omega six or seven or something like that. And it's going to be like a whole pay-per-view event. It's just going to be double or nothing. Okada versus Omega. It's going to be the whole show. They're going to wrestle for two hours and 97, 40 minutes of it is just going to be them. Uh, v trigger and rainmaker and one wing angel after one wing angel. And we don't want to see that. And I mean, they, Okada's good enough to make everybody look good, but it's just I don't really want to see that match again. I just really don't. Okada Moxley, though, I'm I'm interested in, but that's there's nothing that they can give me that I can't get in New Japan when it comes to Impact and AEW. That's the disappointing part. All of those guys are capable of going to New Japan and working, but for whatever reason, we're not going to get that in new japan which is probably the preferred setting because it feels like there's less ego there at this point it feels like they would do something to make both wrestlers look good as opposed to AEW's trying to make their company look good impact's trying to make their company look good because everyone's vying to make sure that they don't you know get killed in the ratings and they're not competing against each other but it's they are competing against each other But it's also just, I don't know, man. I wish I, I wish we could have had more. Banks will tell you that Okada ran from the work. Like he wasn't trying to do the WWE grind. And the thing is, I don't know if he actually would have succeeded in WWE. Like he's tall. He's got the look. He's he could work, but Vince ain't looking at the rainmaker to work. Like, you know, his finisher is, is a clothesline. I don't know if he's gonna necessarily let that ride with uh in WWE. He might change it. He might change the rainmaker gimmick. Cause we know Vince likes to keep things, you know, from the CEO representing so so. But what can you do? Banks believes that you know Okada would have done real would have done really well in WWE and that he's just running from it. Banks microphone I can't argue with him. A because he had to step out, but B also will never have that, or at least we won't have that in this iteration. But I have no idea what my audio is versus you know what we already got or we've already had let's see here what else do i really want to talk about we talked about bow wow about vengeance i mean i guess we can talk about adam cole and kyle o'reilly which is probably coming up for the wrestlemania version of nxt and i mean Good. Very good. I personally am really, really excited about that. I am as well. Um, just because they had good matches in Ring of Honor and anywhere else they wrestled. So, and Banks, I, you know, I gotta give it to him because he's the one that started it long ago. He's the guy that was talking about having the Kyle O'Reilly hive. He's been steadfast ever since he was. Yes. 
doing the tag team thing and they were be, being the most dominant tag team ever. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a, I think this is a good thing. And I think this is a good way to, to segue into Kyle O'Reilly becoming NXT champion. Cause at this point it's, it's, you might as well just move carrying cross up. Like there's really nothing there for him anymore. He can go back and win the title, but it, he's ready. Just move him up. It makes sense. But, um, no, let's do our elimination chamber picks and then we'll get up out of here. Cause I think that's all I want to talk to y'all about now that Banks had to step out. So, we have, as of right now, five matches. I want to point out that in the last two pay-per-view events, we have not had a tag team title match, I don't believe. I'm actually surprised we're getting a United States title match here. We haven't had an intercontinental match since Big E won title. We've had it on TV, which, to be fair, is fine, because to use those matches as TV titles, I don't necessarily hate but I do like to see them defended on pay-per-views because these are the guys we're building as the next thing. And it's really nice to see what they can do. Right. But anyways, absolutely. So we got the elimination chamber match for the WWE championship. We got Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston. And what I can tell you is I would love to see Kofi Kingston go over here. I would absolutely love it. Nothing would make me happier than to see him go into an elimination chamber and shock the world in ways that we are not expecting at all. But it's Drew McIntyre. It's Drew McIntyre because more than likely, at some point, The Miz is going to cash in. I don't know if it's before WrestleMania or after WrestleMania. But I I think I think it's uh, McIntyre until WrestleMania because... Hey man, maybe they still got Brock waiting in the wings to uh to do something. Anyways, let's go to the next match. You got Oscar versus at this point to be determined for the singles for the Raw Women's Championship singles match. So like I told Banks earlier, this this is really annoying that. They've made the women's champion who, whenever they have the bill, is like, oh, you're supposed to be the, the top thing. You're the thing. You you run this. Like, Drew McIntyre gets to look like a warrior. Uh, Roman Reigns, tribal chief, head of the table. Sasha Banks. She's the boss. She comes out. She gets to raise her championship. She gets to be the person everybody is chasing for. Not on Raw. And that's not Charlotte's fault. That's the booking's fault. Like, I can't even really blame Charlotte for that. That's booking. So Lacey Evans is supposed to be pregnant, right? So that's why she couldn't fight. So she's either going to lie and say, oh, yeah, I could fight all along. and Whatever. Then... Okay, so this is what I think is going to happen. Charlotte is going to face Asuka in place of Lacey Evans. 
and she's gonna win. And Charlotte is gonna think she won the title, but no, she's fighting in place of Lacey Evans. Therefore, Lacey Evans is the champion. Which then goes Oscar loses the title technically to Lacey Evans by way of Charlotte, thus getting Oscar out of the picture because it's clear right now the WrestleMania match that they want is to have Lacey Evans versus Charlotte. I don't know why. And didn't Charlotte like banish her father away after WrestleMania like a few years ago? So every few years, yeah. just her and her father just got to fight. Beefing. I guess it's weird. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we got the men's universal elimination chamber match with Jay Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. The winner will get to face Roman Reigns that night. And this is a great move to keep Roman Reigns looking at the pseudo tough heel wrestler because now he will fa- fight a extremely battered opponent. And more than likely, what will happen is. They'll give Reigns a, a tough fight, and Reigns will barely get out of there. Like he'll take it this, and he'll he might you know that that's really what it's gonna be. He'll he'll barely get out of there. It's just probably set up the WrestleMania match. So then you know Edge comes out, makes the save, probably declares Roman the guy he's gonna fight. That's how it's gonna go down. So who's winning that match? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's sympathetic enough. Kevin Owens is Canadian, so they could potentially do it. Cesaro, I don't think you want to kill his push just yet. So not Cesaro. But it's nice that they're even putting Cesaro in contention for title matches right now because before then he wasn't even doing that. Uh, Jey Uso... It'd be hilarious if it was, but I don't think it is. Or maybe it is, and they're just not going, you know, whatever, whatever. But Roman Reigns is going to win that match. So it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters because it's going to be good wrestling. But in the grand scheme of things, like this isn't something where I think they're going to switch the title. Because Roman Reigns versus Edge is much bigger than Daniel Bryan versus Edge. It's much bigger than Jey Uso versus Edge. It's much bigger than Kevin Owens versus Edge. It's much bigger King Corbin versus Edge. It's much bigger than Sami Zayn versus Edge. It's much bigger than Cesaro versus Edge. It's Roman versus Edge. Spear versus Spear. Rated R Superstar versus Tribal Chief. Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee and Riddle. I really want Bobby Lashley to win here. I have a feeling it's going to be Matt Riddle. And the only reason I would be okay with that is if Drew McIntyre's WrestleMania opponent is Bobby Lashley. And Bobby Lashley wins. Because I believe that this is the time for Bobby Lashley. Like, the dude has put in the work. Ever since he has been back and he has done the heel turn... He has been great for every time they have used him. He's worked well. He's dominant in the ring. He looks good. He's able to sell. He's a great 
he has a great mouthpiece for him with MVP in the Hurt business, and I think it looks great in that way. But I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like Matt Riddle, they they really want to give him a shot and make him a mid-card king because, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, that's 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 probably where he was going to be anyway. So I'm not necessarily mad about that. I just Yeah, like if if you don't have plans for Lashley to be a world champion at by WrestleMania or at least to be in a title match by WrestleMania, then just keep the US title on him and let him lose it at Mania to Matt Riddle, which might be also be the thing or Keith Lee which would be very, very cool. But it's gonna be it's gonna be Matt Riddle, man. It's gonna be Matt Riddle. Unfortunately, Banks had to step out, but I'm gonna try and get his predictions. Maybe he'll put them up with the podcast. Uh when he puts up the podcast. But if there's any more matches, we'll update you guys. But at this moment, yeah, that's what I got. I got Drew winning. I got Lacey Evans becoming champ, so we can get this Charlotte versus Lacey Evans match going. I would be very surprised to see Oscar retain, and then we go back to the Alexa Bliss thing, but it seems like Alexa Bliss completely forgot about her. Um, We can do, yeah, it's going to be Matt Riddle winning the U.S. title. We got Daniel Bryan, you know, squeaking out of the elimination chamber only to lose to Roman Reigns and get savagely beaten so Edge can come out and make the save and declare that that is who he's going to face at WrestleMania so we can finally do, like, this two-month build, which I am I'm here for. And it makes the most sense because SmackDown is a show that has to get the best, uh, the best ratings. So Edge versus Roman is the show that's going to bring in ratings week after week after week. And that's it. Uh, this has been the episode, episode 32. I know Banks would love it that I remembered that. I mean, he put it in the notes, so I couldn't forget. But uh, we'll see y'all next week. We'll do this wrap-up for, you know, Elimination Chamber. We'll talk about what's going on with NXT. We'll talk about AEW. We're going to talk about AEW more next week because my my criticisms are getting harsher of them. And it's deservingly so. But anyways, we'll get up with y'all. We'll see y'all next week.